To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Right, Barry Soper, Senior Political Correspondent with us. Hey, Barry. Yeah, good day, Heather. What does the Prime Minister mean when he reckons what went wrong for Michael Wood was a blind spot? <laughs> well, I'm not sure what what is a blind spot. I mean, is it sitting there bald-faced telling you, I don't have any more shares when you know you do have them or you've forgotten about them? I'm not quite sure know. what a blind spot is. He was speaking to reporters out in his home patch in the Hutt Valley today. Um, he said he hadn't spoken to Wood since yesterday's, um, they call it the resignation, it was the sacking. Uh, he wants to give him a bit of time uh, and a little bit of space. He said um, the other aspect that I find really interesting, he was talking about uh, ministers and this tightening up of um, what ministers can and can't do. And he talked about ministers holding shares. Now, uh, in some countries, of course, if ministers have any shares, they've got to surrender them. That's Australia. And, yes, in Australia yeah. in particular. Um, and can you imagine, he said it's got to be um, um, a non-partisan agreement with all the parties. Well, I can't imagine for the life of me, uh, Chris Luxon going into a cabinet, he must, uh, given his earnings over the years, have so many shares in different, um, but why should they sell their shares? Well, I mean, no, that's not I the problem totally here. Agree. The no. problem is every other every other MP seems to be able to follow the yes. rules because they're simple, except for Michael Wood. Well, that's what I believe too. That uh, it's all very fine to say we're going to tighten up the rules, we're going hmm. to change them. Rules. Are how not about the problem. how about getting a decent bunch of ministers in there that uh, declare their conflict up front, hmm. which is what um, Michael Wood should have done. Um, uh, and uh, he said today he would have told him on Tuesday that he had um, uh, thousands of dollars worth of additional shares in a trust that he was a trustee of, and that was news to uh, Hipkins. Now, um, Michael Wood may be uh, out, of, um, out, but Hipkins um, says it doesn't mean it's entirely over for him. Have a listen. If he wants to continue in politics, he needs to think about how he can move to tidy up uh, that part of his life, which clearly doesn't seem to have been a priority for him because it should have been. People, human beings make mistakes, but clearly if Michael wants to continue in politics, he will need to uh, to address what what clearly has been um, a, a real blind spot for him. <laughs> well, the well, doesn't spot. that sound to you like the Prime Minister thinks the thing is not sorted and there's some more messiness there? Well, it doesn't really matter now, does it, no, in terms of Michael Wood? I just can't. I'm just trying to understand what the hell's well, going he, on Well, he was asked about that today as well, and uh, he said he doesn't believe there's anything else that Michael Wood mm. would want to declare. Well, he never wanted to declare, it would seem, anything. Um, but look, I did a run-through uh, of ministers today that have been reallocated uh, all of Michael Wood's portfolios and looked at what the portfolios at the moment they do hold. So it's adding adding to their, um, basically their yeah. uh, load that they've got to carry in Cabinet. Now, Carmel Cepoloni, um, she's been given Minister of Work- Workplace Relations and Safety and Minister of Auckland. Uh, she's also the Deputy Prime Minister, Social Development and Employment Minister, Arts and Culture, Associate Foreign Affairs. Now, uh, Andrew Little, Immigration, well, he's also Defence, GCSB, NZSIS, yeah. um, Public Service, Treaty Negotiations. I mean, these are pretty big portfolios. They're all loaded up. Well, David Parker? Indeed, David Parker. Well, uh, he's now got the big portfolio of transport. Mm. 
Attorney General, uh, Environment, Revenue, Associate Finance, and Kerry Allen, um, besides being um, uh, Justice Minister and Minister for Regional Development, uh, she's now become Associate Finance. I mean, give me a break. Hipkins said he didn't feel the need to draw from uh, his raft of MPs, and there's 62 of them, um, and uh, he said he would replace Wood uh, and take over his portfolios. Well, why he didn't see the need... Uh, to basically bring in new blood is beyond me. Have a listen to him. I've got a, a, an incredibly talented cabinet um, and a talented lineup of backbenchers. The reason I've not uh, elevated another one of those really talented backbenchers to the ministry is because we literally are only um, eight parliamentary weeks away from an election campaign. Right. Everyone gets a vote in a general election. Um, I'm intending to put forward a very strong and compelling case. We, we've already set the date. Um, the wheels are already in motion. There will be an election on October the 14th. <laughs> Well, that's eight parliamentary weeks. That means they'll be sitting for eight weeks. But they've got four months. And it didn't stop them promoting Jacinda Ardern just eight weeks out uh, from the 2017 election. So I'm sorry. uh, That, to me, is a pretty lame excuse. I'll tell you why they're not promoting anybody. Do you want to know why? Yeah, why? Because they promoted too recently. How's Jan Tanetti going? (laughs) How's Ginny Anderson going? Eh? Eh? That's why. Well, that just goes to show that the um, pool of talent in the Labour Party is as deep as a Very talented, my butt. Hey, very quickly, paper trail for the money left over from the Provincial Growth Fund appears to be non-existent. This is not good enough. This is disgraceful. And we heard uh, from the Auditor-General the other day. Now, um... Uh, the Auditor-General's office was before a select committee today, uh, and I know we haven't got much time, but um, basically there's no paper trail for $640 million that was handed out. Because it was, was a slush fund. It was, like we said at the beginning, this was mm. a slush fund running around the country trying to win the 2020 election, uh, handing out money hither and thither, and that's uh, what they did, and it's clear now that there was no real accountability. Yep, agree with you, Barry. Thank you very much. Barry Soper, Senior Political Correspondent. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.